Good morning, an episode. Oh my God. <laughs> brains off, brains off. <laughs> Good morning and welcome to episode Swazant Huit Dis. No, Dis Huit. No, always Swazant Dis Huit. Wow, brain is way off this morning. <laughs> this is classic. Um, presented by, oh, uh, this is a Sunday Conversation podcast presented by Loyalty Liquors. <laughs> That's, do we have to restart this? You do whatever you want, bro. If you want to just do another take, you do another take. Hosting but you you already know that I'm leaving all of this in regardless. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. This is this is bad, bad, but this is good, good. This is good, good. Um, so, yeah, D-Suite. So that's episode 78, Sunday Conversation Podcast, uh, Loyalty Liquors, Ben and Aaron. You get the gist of it. How the hell are you, bro? Looking sharp. Oh, and and yeah. and pack and pack leashes and pack leashes. Oh, use yeah, promo well, code Sasha Baby Twenty, which yeah, we will get to. But use well, Sasha Sasha Baby Twenty at packleashes.com. P a c k l e a s h e s dot com. And here we are back uh, in a big tilt with the USPS because it's fucking ridiculous. I mean, yeah, we're pack leashes sponsored, but. We can't get our hands on pack leashes to save our this life. Stuff but, is uh, so hot. Sasha is selling so many leashes and collars <laughs> hey, that they literally hey, can't even get them to us. Hey, hot take. Pack leashes, hot, Ben, not. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> you know what's even funnier about that, Ben, is that we didn't record yesterday because you know you were hurting yesterday and we we're like, all right, you know, we'll let you recover and you know get back and things will be good. And <laughs> And then you come out with that um, to start the episode. So hey, it's only it's only up from here. I buddy. think so. I think it's fair to say. I think I think it's fair to say right now that we can bring up my kickball championship on Friday evening that has costed me two days of my life because I've been celebrating like the fucking twenty nineteen Tampa Bay Lightning or whatever. What was when they went off the rails? Twenty twenty and twenty twenty one. Twenty nineteen, the Blues won the Stanley Cup. Stay hot. Play, play Gloria. Play Gloria. That's what I. That's what I really. I was really just talking about Pat Maroon when he went <laughs> off the rails. Pat. Pat. Um, <laughs> how about him? You think he's going to win a fourth cup in a row? Is it possible? <laughs> Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> um, but yeah, dude. So we won the coveted kickball championship, and I've been out for the past forty-eight hours. So Snap through the boys. Are. How's your week, pal? Uh, well, here let's we'll let's we'll, we can circle back to that. Uh, my week, fucking expensive. Uh, what a week! Let's see. Tuesday morning, I had to get my window fixed, right? Because they safe light couldn't get me in last week, so I had to go Tuesday. I safe go Tuesday. Yeah, two hundred eighty-five bucks. So they're like, it's going to be like an hour and a half. I'm like, all right. So I get one of my friends who's also a sales rep to pick me up from Safe Light. Cause we were going to the same account first thing in the morning. He comes, picks me up. We go down there, blah, blah, blah. As we're leaving, they call and say, Hey, your car's are great. So I go back, I walk into the, uh, you know, the lobby and I'm like, you know, I, she's like, can I help you? I'm like, yeah, I just need to uh, settle up for my car. 
And uh, she's like, oh, well, we do like a technician walkout. So your technician will, will, you know, check you out or whatever. I'm like, all right. So I sit down in the lobby and like 15 minutes goes by and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, all right, like I got to fucking like get to work. It's like, it's almost 11 o'clock now. And so I go back up to the counter and I'm like, Hey, can you like get my technician for me? Like I, I gotta go. I've been sitting here for, for 15, 20 minutes. This lady just like never told the guy that I was there to go. I was just sitting there waiting. And then she like goes and gets him. He comes right out, bring, you know, has his, his, his uh, phone brings me out, whatever. That's where it starts. Pack leashes. Okay. So the package that I paid for three day shipping on two Wednesdays ago wasn't what did it wasn't scheduled to show up until what day is today? Sunday. So Thursday, is that national dog day? Yeah. Thursday. Yes. Yep. So it was supposed to show up Thursday in my head. I'm like, perfect. How much more perfect could it be? We do, you know, Sasha's first sponsored Instagram post on national dog day. My God, you know, the universe works in weird ways. It's going to be perfect. And package didn't show up. The United States Postal Service. Oh, wait, wait. A package addressed to you didn't show up. At my address. That is is just complete blasphemy. I I can't. After, after, well, the, the funniest part about that was Ben sent me a hat, a Wyoming hat, to get broken in before my trip out there in a few weeks. And looks, uh, looks unbelievable, by the way. He's wearing it right now. And uh, so, great choice by you. I told you I trusted you. Uh, I then texted me. He's like, Do you want me to send this to like a different address? And I'm like, No, nah, bro, I haven't had any problems with the postal service lately. Things have been good. Like, you can send it. It's all good. And then, <laughs> literally, the week the hat, he ships the hat. I have, a, you know, a $50 package that I didn't pay for, thankfully, but $50 package just not show up. And thankfully, like I said, it was, it's actually insured. The package was insured by, uh, I, the pack leashes must've just done it. I didn't choose to insure it. And, uh, so then I contact the insurance company. They ask what happened. I tell them, they say, okay, you have to wait nine days to file a claim nine days after it says it was delivered because sometimes the package shows up after they say it's already delivered, which has never happened in the history of mankind, but okay, I'll wait the nine days. So then they say, they suggest contacting the postal service. They're like, if you contact the postal service, they might be able to track it down. I said, all right. So I contact the postal service, which is basically like calling the IRS, except you can't get a person on the phone. Hold that thought. I can see your face that we've got follow up on the IRS coming. This is going to be a government agency bashing podcast again. <laughs> no, and it's then, not. You're going you're gonna to be amazed. But go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So I call the postal service, right? And they take you through this like weird, like automated thing over the phone, but you do it on your phone. They ask you questions, but you answer the questions on your phone while you're also talking on the phone. It's very odd. So they ask, have you contacted the sender yet? I said, no. And they said, well, it seems uh, according to the tracking number that you gave us, the address you entered is not the address they entered. And I'm like, okay. So then I email pack leashes, my contact person there. I email her. She says, what, can you just confirm your address? Confirm my address. Nope. We got the address, right? Contact the insurance company, but you have to wait nine days. So now I'm in this three company, well, two company and one government agency circle where they all just keep passing me back and forth between each other. 
And then thankfully the hat you sent me showed up the next day. I was home. So when I was watching the computer when it said it was delivered, because I was on a meeting, I was going to run down and just fucking assault the mailman if it wasn't there, but it was there. And I didn't see the, the mailman. So, oh, oh, and then I broke my phone Friday night, uh, broke my screen. That was 200 bucks to fix. Should have just bought a new fucking phone. Uh, so expensive week, a lot of headaches, but overall week was great, buddy. What was this, uh, what was this IRS follow-up that, that jumped into your head? Okay. So I'm sure we touched on my cousin, Hannah. Mm-hmm. She's an accountant, right? At some point in the saga, correct? Yeah. And so like, a, let's call it, a, let's call it three weeks ago. I could probably look at the exact timestamp. So I'll just do that really quick. And um, I can tell you that do to do to do to do right here. Um, Wednesday, August 18th, 2021 okay. at 9.51 a.m. That's a big, important date in the saga. Okay. Because I was direct deposited. No. My tax return. No. So Hannah, I talked to Hannah. Wait, about which tax return? My 2019 tax return <laughs> is officially fucking here, baby. No 2020 yet, though? Loud and proud. Fucking screaming from the rooftops. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so HB, that's what I call her. Hannah, Hannah Boo. Hannah Boo. She, I, I get in touch with her. I'm like, Hannah, like, this has been the absolute nightmare of my life. Um, I've called 374 times. I've gotten the same answering machine. She goes, Ben, why don't you let a real professional handle this? She didn't really say that, but I expect that she said something along those lines. And she goes, I will call my guy. Oh, well, for a week and a half, probably more like two weeks, she tried her guy every single morning and couldn't ever get him. So now we're dealing with a real professional that can't even get her guy on the phone. (laughs) Let's make a long story short. Her guy answers the phone. Says. She, she tells him everything. She told him about my, my meeting. She said, like, I looked great. I wore, like, a nice suit. Like, everything was groovy. It was in Hartford. Um, and the gentleman. So if, if we can remember back, I don't know, 35 episodes back to when this first originally started. Remember how I said the lady was a bitch at the fucking IRS place? And she, yeah. like. She was like, basically like, get the fuck out of my face. She said that with her eyes to me. Well, that bitch is exactly what she is. She's a bitch because she never fucking validated or verified my fucking identity. So the whole point of the whole point of your meeting was to do that. And she didn't do it. Hannah's like, yeah, he, he went to a meeting with the IRS in Hartford. He verified his identity. And the guy's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I I'm really sorry about that. It was never. So, so Hannah tells me however long ago, like, let's call it, you know, three weeks ago. She's like, Hey Ben, uh, you're going to get your tax return in six to eight weeks. Like they had told me, you know, know, two years ago. And it actually came 
I I never was I was just like logged into my account one day and there's just an extra thousand bucks and I'm like what the fuck and I and I look and there sure enough IRS direct deposit wow so um I have my extension filed for my 2020 tax <laughs> return and I got to get that done by October and uh yeah so there's there's that I guess and we can just get, go ahead did you get stimmy checks Oh fuck no! I haven't gotten stimmies yet, so I, I I'm still owed money, which is fun. That's always fun, and uh, but yeah, Hannah said that I have to like somehow. There's like a, I'm guessing a, a box you can check on the the new tax return. I'm sure there's going to be something forever about like stimulus checks. Did you or did you not receive them? Oh, I don't know. Um, Good question. My my accountant See, who got yeah, me my yeah, tax yeah. return you, back you, in a week and a half. Were... You know, he didn't say anything about it to me. <laughs> what what year was that? When you had gotten that? Uh, that was uh, that was this year for 2020. 2019 came pretty quick. 2018 was good. 2017 oh, was Lord. delayed a little bit. I think it was like two and a half weeks before I got that money, but still it showed up. Yeah, well, yay, rah rah, go fuck yourself because um <laughs> You know, it's just not how it works for me. Hit up my boy Chris Cannon at the Cannon uh, Tax Agent. I don't actually know what the fuck his business is actually called. It's oh, kinda... Cannon Cannon Tax. Cannon Depot. Tax Prep. What, what is he CTP. selling? CTP. What does he also do? Pink sheet stocks out of there too, or what? Honestly, if you walked into this dude's office, it, like, and you saw him peddling penny stocks, you'd probably be like, "Yeah, that makes sense." It's like. <laughs> It's like this, like, like early, probably 1900s house that the bottom floor is, a, they've turned into an office for him and his dad. And it's like, we do tax preparation. We're a notary public. If you need a mortgage, we do mortgages. It's like, fucking, it's one-stop shop got, for financial we crimes. A, we got a convenience store. We also do, yeah, right. you know, household items such as washers and dryers there's uh, a we, sign that hangs above his door and it Matt, says it says on your taxes if you ain't lying you ain't trying so you know we just sit there and make up a bunch of numbers and get as much money back as we can um, hopefully the irs I, is not listening to this i was gonna i was gonna say i reckon he doesn't have a sign that says that but that sounds like a hell of a good sign if you ain't lying you ain't trying i just came up with it on the spot not bad um well that's great man i'm uh i'm thrilled for you you know i was kind of wondering what was going on with the saga um of course your saga with with your government agency ends and mine continues on and you know uh, we, why couldn't it be the department of labor or the department of transportation instead of the fucking postal service and the irs like the two like probably the yeah. only two really important yeah. government agencies yeah, the, I was gonna say the ones we need, but we definitely don't need the fucking IRS. That's Fuck like IRS. gosh darn fact. Uh, um, but yeah, so besides that, I guess that's a that's a you know meaning it's good to tie up that loose end. I'm yeah. sorry about the fucking postal postal service. Like maybe they've gone. Postal, I, I'm just no oh, bloomsh. I'm just glad my my hat showed up. My once my pack leashes. Use uh, promo code Sasha Baby Twenty. Once that didn't show up, I was like, "Great, I'm not getting this hat either." Like, and the difference is, is like, you spent money on this and spent money to ship it. That I don't care about. I didn't pay for it. I'll get more for free. It's not that big a deal. But 
uh, I was upset that I was going to lose my hat and I didn't. So it all worked out in the end, but, um, yeah. And it matches your, matches your skin tone. Great. Looks great with your yeah, hair. You um, dude, just, you, you nailed it. I mean, and you know, it'll get a little bit of a fade going too. We'll fade it out just a touch and you know, it'll yeah, be even totally. more beautiful. Uh, yeah. Ben, can you, can you give me the trivia, uh, trivia music prompt? Oh, I, I would love that because I was dying to, to, to work my brain this morning. Um, <laughs> Insert fun, festive trivia music now. Ben, would you care to venture a guess? Now, this figure could be inaccurate. We'll get to it. But uh, would you care to venture a guess as to how much military equipment in u.s dollars the taliban is now in control of in afghanistan okay all right i'm just gonna go ahead and say that i saw a meme that was pretty fucking hilarious and for some reason i want to say it's like a like minimum of like 31 million bucks would you say 31 million yeah uh, 85 billion was the figure I saw. Oh, oh. okay. So, I was ballpark. By it, just the hair. Okay. <laughs> I, I saw this fucking hilarious meme. And of course now I don't remember what the words in the meme were, but it was like, um, I, I think somebody in the army had, po- Oh, that's exactly it. My, my sister's boyfriend was in the army. And, uh, so he had posted this meme and it was something like um like when a when like a like a platoon member whatever um is missing one round of ammunition leaving the uh you know whatever what do they call that place the uh armory yes exactly i was thinking i was gonna say artillery something but i was um so it's like you know whatever laughing person like um you know when young young corporal forgets one round of ammo in in the or loses one round of ammo in the armory and then the the bottom picture is when the pentagon loses 85 billion dollars of weapons to to the taliban and it was just like you know oh whatever like whatever the number whatever the fucking meme was it was fucking funny and it just goes to prove how fucking bullshit like you know, it's like rules are like here you got like some little guy getting busted, probably like, you know, getting like a fucking honorable discharge because they're like, dude, you're missing fucking rounds of ammo. And it's like, oh, but if we just leave, you know, you know, 75 helicopters, 144 tanks, you know, all this other shit. It's cool. It's fine. It's OK. It's yeah, just, that's- it's it's banana lands. I just I saw the clip and. Now, listen, I had a, I, I briefly talked to our friend Colby. Shout out, Colby. Shout out, Dylan. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, perfectly. Oh, I can't hear myself anymore. Okay, it doesn't matter. The show goes on. Um, and the two of them were, oh, excuse me. Shout out, Colby. Shout out, Dylan. Shout out the troops. Colby was like, I don't know if I buy those numbers. And, you know, so, it, it, and listen, he would know better than I would. So I was, you know, trusting it. But... The report I said, which has been passed around the internet a handful of times, so you know, you figure somebody at some point has done some fact checking. 
Warned that due to the negligence of this administration, the Taliban possesses more than $85 billion worth of U.S. military equipment, including 75,000 vehicles, more than 200 airplanes and helicopters, and more than 600,000 small arms and light weapons. And this quote... How many helicopters? uh, 200 airplanes and helicopters. All All right. So, hey, I just want to throw this out there. I wonder if the Taliban's like, fuck, we got nobody to drive this shit. We're going to, we'll allot 10 as our testers. As soon as we crash those, we can't fucking crash anything else. I was thinking the same thing yesterday, but after I read that article, I'm like, so these guys got like, so the the money quote was the guy said that this was a, uh, uh, I think a Congress, yeah, congressman from Indiana said, uh, the Taliban now has more Black Hawk helicopters than 85% of the countries in the world. Yeah, I saw it. That was so exactly I, what I saw. I was thinking in my head, it's like, so they got these Black Hawks now. None of these, obviously, none of these motherfuckers know how to work these things. So they're like, how long will it take and how many times will they crash before they Aaron, actually figure Aaron, out how to fly them? Aaron, this is the almost like identical to the situation that, has, that can be brought up. Like, if you were a time traveler. So just say you personally, actually, you would fucking crush it. You would do awesome. I'd be a, I'd be a good but time to no, 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 I, I know that. I, and I truly, I mean that like factually, like, but just say somebody who is so, cause like, okay, you think like, oh, a time traveler, what can a time traveler do? They can make money because they know something that happened in history. Right. Oh my God. But I feel like, so many of these, so many people are so blind and oblivious. Like if I went back to, to 1980 right now, I wouldn't know, like, I would probably buy aim stock, you know? Yeah, like, sure. I, like, I, you know, it's like, just like my dad, you, you, Apple. you need to be so dialed in with history, you know, and like to know what went on like prior in history. Like if you were going to like, you know, like use that like to your advantage yeah so now here we are the entire taliban for years is probably like man if we get one of these helicopters we're going to need to know how to fucking you know use it yep. and they're like ah well we don't have one and we're not going to get one and but now they have 200 and they're like fuck like <laughs> we don't have a single guy that can fucking drive this helicopter out of here um, uh and, ben, and, and then I also think about Dylan and Colby and how they right. were literally in school for years and yeah. years yeah. trying to figure out how to fucking. Our two military fuck. buddies are both helicopter pilots. <laughs> um, uh, kind of ironic. but So, Ben, I, this, this I can't help it. I, I have to speak what's on my mind here. I go, while you were talking, I YouTubed how to fly a Black Hawk helicopter. And while, you know, it's not there's not full information. There's probably enough videos on here where like you could you could figure it out, piece it together, like how to pre-flight a Blackhawk, 10 and a half minutes, Blackhawk helicopter cockpit video, four and a half minutes, Blackhawk flight simulator, a guy taking you through a flight simulator, and then an 18 minute video, Blackhawk startup and takeoff crew chief POV. So like, it's amazing to me that the Taliban who's now in control. Oh, by the way, I wanted to mention one thing. Colby did say that while that number of like the Taliban now has 85% of or, or more Black Hawk helicopters than 85% of the countries in the world, he's like, yeah, they have like 40. He's like, the, the Taliban had like 30 and they, you know, we probably left like 10 behind. So it's um, not okay, like every hey. country in the world just has an armada of fucking Black Aaron, Hawks. Aaron, 
Some days I think that I'm intelligent. I think this is kind of an intelligent thought. Don't you think with the advancements in technology that somehow the U.S. government and our trillion dollar arsenal, we should have some sort of like death code, like almost like a silent alarm. Like there has to be some sort of death code. Oh, yeah. That like, okay, hey, we're getting out of here. Hit the fucking hit the hit the fucking button, and then all of our planes and shit like something happens. Like, yeah, or like it like there's an internal inoperable. Like, yeah, right. Like some sort of fucking firmware or malware that can like just shut down the whatever the system. I have to think that there has to be something like that. So and I had I, the exact I almost, same thought last night. I almost think that maybe that's a, just a fucking way to just scare people more. Like, Ooh, oh, yeah, man. they have $85 billion worth of fucking equipment. Haha, <laughs> joke's on them. None of it works, but we can at least say that, yeah. you know, there's no way that, that, you know, I'm pretty sure even back when, like, um, Black Hawk Down, like, way the fuck back, like, they would blow up shit. Like, if there was a, if, if a, yeah, you're if supposed to blow it up so crash, it doesn't it, fall on enemy hands. Blow too. it up. Well, right, and then they can't get any of the technology. Right, they can't, right. you, you know, even see any of the paint that we right, use, maybe right. to def- to deflect, you know, whatever it may be, some sort of radar or anything. But I, I just I have to think that we're, you know, as dumb as we are as Americans, like I think we're a touch smarter than leaving eighty-five billion dollars worth of well, equipment in a war zone. Well. But, if there's one thing we're smart at, it's fucking fighting Arming other and, countries. Yeah, and, and our military <laughs> and, and everything like that. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I might be. I, I don't know where I got this thought, but I'm pretty sure. Like, if a jet pilot uh, has to pull their ejector seat, like it, the the all the tech in like a jet like fries. Just right. It just disintegrates I mean, it's funny you say that i had literally the same exact thought now i guess a video did come out of uh, some taliban fighters flying around in one of the blackhawks so it doesn't look like all of right. our self but, but then here but here we go again it's like is that really if you know who the fuck knows if that's really a t- you know do, do they have the video of the taliban guy getting in the helicopter taking off flying it around it's like these are all questions you gotta you know ask because yeah, so, yeah, this is right here because this is how Taliban really? trying to fly a stolen helicopter. <laughs> Black Okay, let me do this. News with the dig. I'm weird, odd, crazy. I mean, yeah, it's a dude flying. I mean, you know, listen, it's impossible to tell, but they're flying this Black Hawk about seven feet off the ground. The other thing Dylan told me is like flying a helicopter, like in order to keep it steady, you're you're controlling four things, both feet pedals and your your hands. Right. So, like, I know that, like, simple shit in a helicopter is, like, extremely difficult. Like, yeah. extremely difficult. Yeah, I, so, no doubt. I mean, they're, they're kind of crazy, you know, crazy machines. And, that and Leonardo then, da Vinci and then the other thing, right, exactly. Yeah. And his good buddy, um, fucking Nikola Tesla. Um, <laughs> but uh, the other thing, it's like, you know, Dylan learned on an, a Robinson R44. It's okay. like, it's a helicopter that is like, you know, the cockpit is like probably the size of your small car. 
Yeah. And, you know, it's like, there's nothing to it. It's like, imagine trying to learn on like, you know, a massive fucking Blackhawk that's like weighed down with like military fucking artillery and fucking, you know, you don't, you don't to, let I a kid, to, you don't let a kid learn how to drive by throwing them in an 18 wheeler with a full trailer and being like, go ahead, right. kid, figure it out. You know, yeah, exactly. Oh, back it in too while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but unfortunately, Ben, this is like, you know, we, we do have to bring this up a little, what a crazy week to think that this all happened in a week. Uh, Jimmy Hayes died, which is, which is terribly sad. I mean, I know, I don't, I know we have some hockey crossover in our, uh, listener base, but we also have plenty of people who are not, um, hockey people in our listener base, uh, Jimmy Hayes from the Hayes family from Boston. Uh, his brother, Kevin Hayes is a stud in the NHL. Jimmy Hayes, uh, playing the NHL for a bunch of different teams, but seemed by all accounts to be like a really, really good guy. And. You know, not that either either one of us hey, knew him or anything a, like hey, that. Hey, I actually um, didn't know that he had a podcast called yeah, Missing with, Curfew. Uh, with Uppy. I, I, yeah, Uppy and uh, uh, OB, yep. uh, Shane O'Brien. But I listened to the uh, – just the other day because uh, Cam Atkinson played with with the Hayes brothers at BC and all yep. growing up. And um, he's an – He's an 89 from Connecticut. Yeah. So that's like our age group. And uh, he had posted something and it was like the screenshot of, of like the four of them on their podcast. And it was just like a couple of weeks ago. So I was like, fuck. Yeah. I mean, Ben, I mean, he was, I mean, it's, he was it's, our age. He was an 89, 89, 89 you know, just you hadn't know. had his birthday yet, but he was our age and, you know, died tragically left two kids behind. So, I mean, it just, it's sad and it also like bigger picture with all the bullshit yep. that's going on in the yep. world. Like just, you know, reach out to your loved ones every once in a while. Tell them you love them. Totally. You know, make totally. time for the people that are important in your life. Whatever bullshit you think is important probably isn't that important comparatively because you never know when those people are going to be gone. And, you know, not to drag it down too much, but uh, kind of continuing with that trend. We also had, uh, while in the same vein of, of talking about Afghanistan, there was an attack on the Kabul airport. I just saw today. I didn't realize how many people had died. Yes, thirteen U.S. Or thir- yeah. thirteen U.S. servicemen, but also uh, one hundred and seventy civilians uh, killed at the airport. Which, you know, listen, I I know I said it last week that you know this situation was probably going to happen, kind of regardless of who was president. Uh, I kind of have backtracked a little bit on that. And this is not a pro Trump thing. Like Trump was such a great president. The Taliban wouldn't have fucked them. I think Trump was such a crazy person that the, that the Taliban had no clue what they were getting, would have gotten themselves into had they done something like this, where with Biden, they seemed to be willing to push the limits a little bit, but um, you know, the situation is getting fucking out of hand really, really fast. And um, you know, you wonder what the, the legacy is going to be here. And, what's going to happen next, but it's pretty, uh, it's pretty scary time to be alive, man. Yeah, that's, that's the fact. And, uh, it's also, you know, brings back to everything we, you know, we always talk about. It's like even the Jimmy Hayes thing. It's like, you know, that, that family probably thought Jimmy Hayes was immortal. You know, they never even, never crossed their mind that, you know, they'd be losing him, you know, at, you know, in the first half of his life, you know, let alone whatever. So that, you know, it's fucking super tough. It, it makes you, you know, think 
think about the boys, the fellas, like, you know, you can't, can't even believe how many probably, you know, people that guy, like he touched in terms of like, you sure. know, he was a dominant hockey player that, you know, made a lot of rounds and a lot of places. And um, it, it, I think it's very clear with the, like, I mean, every, every like news outlet had like a great little article about him. Yeah. Um, so, so that, that blows, man. It really fucking blows. Plus I got, you know, a bunch of buddies that, you know, knew him. So that sucks. Um, I never played with him, you know, directly, obviously, but, um, right. played against him one time at the chowder cup. And, uh, I was like, God damn it. This is probably what the NHL looks like. Uh, granted we were 14, um but either way then you know moving on to like the afghanistan part of like what you were bringing up it's like dude could you even imagine being just say an adult that maybe got separated from a kid you know like you're fighting for your life but yet you're also like fighting your own brain because you know like you your family's not complete like you know you're seeing these pictures of fucking people like you know running around them welding gates shut like it just it just is another reason to like we're in america like don't fucking don't you dare like for one second like take our life for granted because yeah. i mean we are we are witnessing like like could you even imagine like that's a movie that's a that's like the plot sure. of a movie I, I don't know how else to say it. It's like, yeah. Uh, um, no, you're right. That's something it, it's dude. It, like, it, I, pe- go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say like, you, we take for granted like little, like just simple, like life. Like, I, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Like little, like just the, like the simplicities of life. Like, yeah. You know, we, we the don't bare necessities. Exactly. It's like, yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine trying to like climb a fence. And then, then the other thing, it's like, you know, like you could bring up like survival of the fittest type of thing, you know, like, Oh, I'm going to beat all these people to this plane. Mm. I'm like, I'm strong enough to climb over whatever this, that the other thing. But it's like, you know, how about like the, the guilt, like there's gotta be some guilt involved. Like, at what you know it's like at what point do you fight for your life or you know try to help others like you know what do you do like help a younger kid because they have a you know more life ahead of them it's like you know fight or flight i guess is like a real thing in this situation it's just um except they can't even get on a flight it's just uh it's just like incredible to to like think about you know in reality the last you know whatever 20 months two years however you want to phrase it just like the constant progression of like society and how much it's shifted and like the world we're living in now is so fucking different than it was three years ago you know two years ago fucking 20 months ago like it's just everything is so different and so many of these changes are like 
going to be like this for forever. I was talking to uh, uh, one of my accounts this week and not, not so much a vaccinated versus unvaccinated discussion, more kind of broad strokes, you know, uh, discussion about, about life. And it was like, dude, none of this is going away ever between COVID and, you know, now unrest in the Middle East. And, you know, and I think the, the bigger point and something we preach about a lot, we've preached about in this episode is like, you know, worry about what you can control. Don't let yourself get caught up in the things that at the end of the day, don't have a full bearing on your day-to-day life, right? Like, yeah, it sucks that, you know, 13 U.S. servicemen and, and women and, and 170, you know, civilians died at, in, at the Kabul airport. That stinks and, you know, it should definitely make you take the time to thank the service people that you run into uh, for being willing to put themselves at risk like that. But also like, just, it should just show you like, you need to appreciate what you have going on, the little things, appreciate the little things, take time out of your day, take care of the people you love and just focus on what you can control and what you can do to make yourself happy. And that will lead to a fulfilling life. The more time and energy you spend on shit that's negative and getting upset about and tribalism and, and, you know, all this bullshit, the black and whiteness, the extremities of society these days, like, that's just all energy wasted because you're never going to change any of that. Right. You, 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 as a, as an average Royal, you as an average person, it's not going to change any of that. And so the more energy you give to that is just energy wasted that could be spent on something more productive. You know, even if that's just as simple as calling a, a sibling or a, or an, aunt, an uncle grandparent, you haven't talked to in a while and just saying, Hey, how's everything going? You know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, fuck man it's just one of those things it's like we're so minuscule like one person you know one one person is so minuscule in the grand scheme of things it's like we have everybody arguing over different things and it's like you know the bottom line you could make the argument that like yes change starts with that you know one person you know it's like Mm -hmm. or whatever the the pearl starts with with one grain of stand, you know? So you could make that argument that like, you know, you can go and try and make changes, but then on the flip side, it's like, you can't change 330 million American viewpoints. Like, you know, and then that's just America. Right. You're definitely not going to change 7 billion viewpoints. Right. It's like everybody is their own individual person. They have their own individual thoughts. And it's like, we spend so much time on irrelevant, unnecessary things that it's just like, you know, you are, what is it? Like, you know, you, you are what you eat. It's like, sure. you know, you could make the same reference. Like you are what you, your brain eats, like whatever you you're what taking you think, in, man. you are what you think, you know, it's like, so it's, a, it's a shame, but it, it's, it's also, I think it needs to be said that it's like been set up this way this is exactly you know almost i feel like what they want to happen because ben it's a total it's it's i was thinking about this so i was walking sasha this morning is like you know 60 what years so you know 60 70 years ago we separated people based on color right and it was, you know, colored bathrooms and white bathrooms, right? And like, that was the norm until, you know, the 60s. And then 
you know, for so long we fought for civil rights and, and freedom and equality for all, which, you know, you and I are profound believers in that everybody should, should be able to live whatever life they want to live. And last year, you know, we saw a huge amount of civil unrest, um, basically clamoring for exactly that, that people be treated with freedom and equality and be able to make their own choices and be able to live the life they want to live. And, you know, to the point where cities were getting burnt down to make a point. And, and, you know, was that the most productive way to go about it? No, absolutely not. And then here we are one year later and we're now separating the population based on if they've gotten a vaccine or not. Right. Right. You know? And so it's like, we, we work for 50, 60 years to progress so far in a positive direction. And yeah, of course, some eggs get broken along the way and that's how change gets made. And then now here we are 12 months later and we're just doing the same thing just with a different qualifier. Right. Right. Exactly. Like meaning I, I comprehend completely what you're saying. Like, it's always going to be, it's going to be the same argument, but with just different, like you said, different. They're, they're always moving the goalposts. It's, it's just going to be different things that, that, you know, we're going to be separated into based on. And then, I mean, whatever. you can even back it up. You know, at one point it was, you know, at, you know, world war two, it's like Jewish or Christian, yep. you know, yep. it's like black or white. There's always yep. going to be, it, it's. And you know what the ironic thing is? Yep. There's one constant when it comes to, you know, like like uh, that separating of, of classes based on whatever qualifiers you want to have. It's money. There's always power. Money there's always, over, it's like, there's always a over. separation of classes when it comes to money, rich versus poor. And that has always, that that is one constant throughout history, throughout human history, going back to the Middle Ages, going back to, you know, it has always been, you know, the rich versus the poor. And then everything else is secondary as kind of a distraction so that you're so much more focused on whatever the secondary periphery bullshit is that you're not focused on trying to get yourself to a point where your opinion may matter more, which typically comes with money or, you know, being able to speak coherently, unlike the beginning of this episode. No offense. Oh, people forget. I mean, I've come a long way this episode. (laughs) A long, long way. You have the brain clicked on at some point during this episode. Well, shit, man. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's a, do that's, we... a, that's a bit of a heavy way to have to, to finish her off. But, you know, unfortunately for us, you know, it's not all roses that's and butterflies. A, right. And that's also the point of this. It's like, yeah, listen, you know, it was a, it was a heavy week this week. I mean, the fact that basically everything we talked about this week or, or today like happened this week. Like that's just the last seven days. Like, and, right. and it's like shitty that that's the world we're living in, but that's the world we're living in. And, you know, like we've said a couple of times now, it's just, you got to find the positives and find what, you know, your motivation is to just keep going and it'll all work out the way it's supposed to. hundred percent, man. hundred percent. I mean, and if it doesn't, then I guess that was the way it was supposed to work out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen, fam. Uh, All right. Episode 78 of the Sunday Conversation Podcast was presented by Loyalty Liquors and Pack Leashes. Go to packleashes.com and use promo code SUSHERBABY20 for 20% off your order. Uh, Check out our Instagram at Sunday Conversation. The link in our bio is the link to our Patreon page. Check that out as well. Um, Subscribe, rate, review. Helps us out, believe it or not. 
I think. I mean, I, you know, totally. I, I mean, that's how do you think we? How do you think we landed the Pack Leashes gig? That's true, you guys. That's true, Benny. That is guys. an excellent point. Um, anyways, you got anything else, Ben? No, stay happy, stay positive, enjoy the day. Fucking rights. Love you, buddy. Love you, bro.